Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Urban Paranormal, where you might be crazy to them, but your family to us already. We have a good show for you tonight, man. Um, good talking point, actually. Uh, the show we're going to do is on spiritual, uh, as in spirits, uh, paranormal type of things like ghosts. And today here, we have um, myself, JH, I'm your host, and my co-host is Trent A. Johnson. And behind me, right here, we got Donald the Weatherman, Fairweather. And to my right, we got Larry Chenier. And to my left, you got Brandy, Daily Dose of Brandy, IG, hit me up. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Put your plug in. So, um, in this episode, I just want to start off with um, it's very weird because, see, um, in the neighborhoods, when you talk about ghosts and stuff like that, people think you're stupid. They always go, man, um, that ain't true, or man, that dude's on some things, you know? Well, today we have someone in the house who have some, a great story. It, it moved it moved Trent, you know? And um, Yeah, he told me that story years ago, bro, and it just stuck with me. I never forgot <laughs> that shit is spooky. That is what I'm talking about. Right, right. You know, so um, I want you guys to pay attention to what he's saying because um, it's, it's it's probably like one of your stories. <laughs> well, first of all, I appreciate you fellas having me on. Already, already. Before we get into this scary mess of the story. So, I mean, I guess I'll start from, shoot, from the very beginning. It happened, I don't know, remember when Hurricane Ike, it was a couple of years before Ike. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, doing security, working for the Holocaust Museum. Any of y'all ever been there? No. I've never been there. Hi, well, yeah. I mean, y'all can decide if y'all want to go after this story. So when I was doing security, you know, when I first started working there, you know, the people was telling me, like, uh, you know, this place got some, you know, you believe in ghosts? I say, yeah, no. They say, well, this place got some spooks to it, you know. And I was, of course, I was like, man. Yeah. Whatever, you know, I don't believe in that you didn't stuff. Believe it first. Oh no, 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 man! They told me because they told me they was like, yeah, books gonna fall off the shelf. I was like, well, that's kind of Hollywood production type stuff, right, right. So yeah, then they told me it's a, you know, it's a little girl who wanders around like the building, but she's really like in the back corner where it's a whole bunch of artifacts like letters, photos, people who survived, and you know, these are letters from like they love one. But ones. you can't have a regular little kid in there, right? No, you can bring your kids in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. This is overnight. So I was like the overnight security guard. So they Uh, told me. I hate to interrupt you, but make sure you, I know you're talking to him. Okay. My my bad, my bad. So yeah, um, basically they told me like, yeah, at nighttime, if you're doing your rounds in the building, you might come across a little girl. She's going to be in this room staring like at a photo or something like just in the room. And I'm okay, whatever. I don't believe. And they was like, you know. Okay, this dude's an unbeliever. We'll see. Everybody else has come and failed that test. So basically, one night, at a, it was like, man, 2, 3 in the morning, whatever. I go to make my rounds or whatever. And, uh, you know, it's like down the corridor at the far end of the building. It's some double doors. And I go down there and I open the doors. And it's like a little hazy kind of. Shadow, probably like you know, three feet tall, three and a half feet tall. Like yeah, 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 yeah. It sounds like Hollywood production. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know I'm probably dating myself, but if you remember Ghostbusters, you remember the ghost in the library? Yeah. So it was kind of hazy like that. Yeah, it was kind of hazy looking. 
And it's like, so I'm kind of like just holding the doors and it's the head starts to turn oh, towards man. me. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I <laughs> oh, watched enough shit. ghost stories. I don't know how much y'all watching that stuff, but you know, they always say you're not supposed to make eye contact with them if you see them. Like, wow, I never heard that. Yeah, you never heard that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That. yeah, I've definitely yeah they said that. you're not supposed to make eye contact if you see something like that. Why you're is not that? supposed to. I um, don't remember. I, I know why. I know okay, go ahead and answer that. Um, the reason why you don't make contact with, with these particular ghosts <clears> is because <throat> if you can see them, right, then they can see you. Okay, remember what I, what I said about the mic. Right, I'm talking on this. So they can see you. So they will be asking you for help. They will follow you home. You they go they they know you can see them. They will talk to you. They want help. Okay, no taken. No right. don't no <laughs> eye contact, y'all. No <laughs> eye contact. Exactly. exactly. Well, so I mean, the, the average the average person would be scared of a ghost. I mean, I would have to make eye contact to turn around and run. That's true, but that don't mean they have to make eye contact with you, though. They, you see what I'm saying? No, you don't want to, man. Right. Tell you, you don't want to. <laughs> it was frightening enough, bro. Like you don't want to, bro. You don't want to. Yeah, okay, so okay. so so how long was it before you had had you been working there before you had that experience? About three months. Three months. Yeah, so. about three months. And like so I said, the building. I mean, yeah, like if you go through there enough, it's enough real stuff from that time, like letters, pictures, articles of clothing, like right. And they have an auditorium where they just play Hitler speeches. All day on a loop. Mm. Ooh, wow. holy moly. That's, That's spooky right Like, there. I have to cut it off. When the building closed, I have to cut it off. But So you listen to it all day long. Wow. When wow. people were going in and sit there and watching, I'm just like, that just sounds crazy. Like, it sounds, <laughs> I don't know what he's saying, but it sounds like it's some crazy stuff. So, but yeah. So I, I always wondered, like, yeah, this place could have, you know, some weird activity like that, some ghostly type activity, just because there's so much real stuff in there. Right. So, yeah, okay, so basically when I saw that little girl, in like not even five seconds, bro, I let the doors close. I let them door handles go yeah, and ran back to my desk and sat there for the rest of the night. I didn't move. I didn't do no more rounds. <laughs> wow, you you must have really needed that job because I would have ran out of the building. Bro, too. I mean, <laughs> and it was funny about it is because the other people who was telling me about it, the other security guards, they say many people have, like, quit the next day. Wow. Quit the next day. And I mean, it's like a desk, probably about the longest, listen to the table, basically. I'm sitting there and I'm kind of shaking, like, like, man, what did I just see? That was a little girl right then. I know I'm the only one here. I just uh, made the rounds like five times already. You're trying to rationalize the Yeah, shit. basically, I'm trying to uh-huh. rationalize it. Yeah, yeah, Make yeah. It makes sense. So, yeah, I'm sitting there and so I'm just watching the cameras, basically. I don't see nothing in that room. It's dark. I left the light on in that room because you can flip it from the other side. You go around and flip it from the other side. I didn't see nothing else. So I didn't go back in there. But at the outside, there's an actual rail car that they carry the people in to the concentration camps. And it's not even cleaned up. It's like you can see scratches on the wall. Mm. Oh, wow. Blood, dirt. Wow. It has a smell to it. Shit. So I'm watching that camera. And it's a camera pointing into it, and it's a camera inside showing like a corner of it. And you could see, I saw a shadow, basically an outline of a person. Wow. And it goes in there, and then you see it coming to the other camera that's inside. And like within three seconds, it was like a glitch in the camera. You were, it just blanked out. Holy Was God. this all in one night? All in one night. Oh, and you didn't Damn. quit. When my replacement showed up at eight in the morning, <laughs> I said, bro, I quit. 
And wow. he just, all he could do all he can do is laugh. He said, "What happened?" I say, "That little girl." Wow. And he said, did you look at her? I said, I looked at her, but I didn't give her a chance to look at me. And he said, yeah, I mean, he's like, you're about the fourth person. He's like, that's why that shift is open. All the time. All the time. Wow. wow. All the time, bro. When they first explained uh, the little girl to you, did they say she was like a mean spirit or anything like that? No, they said basically you will see her. She's always staring at a photo on the wall. And it's basically a family portrait, her, her mother, and her father. And wow. under it Dang. is a letter that the father wrote, he didn't get to make the trip, the mom and the daughter. He, he had uh, basically got caught up in a concentration camp and it was basically his last words to his family. Oh, wow. And, and they like carried, she... yeah, they carried it on a boat across the water to over here. Wow. Like she almost stuck in a loop or something. Yeah, it's like she, wow. that's the only thing she can hold on to is wow. the memory of her that's family. Incredible. And she just, and it was like she was in, her clothes wasn't like tattered, like you know, seeing the movies. Yeah. It was like she had like a little schoolgirl outfit on. Oh wow! The high socks and a little like sweater, but it was like no color. It was all like gray and hazy. Oh wow! But enough that you could make out what it enough was. to say that was a little girl. Yes, of course. <laughs> and yeah. just like yeah, I'm not staying here no longer. I mean details because you say dress, you could see that she had on her little knee high. Yeah, socks. like it's enough to yeah, you can make it out, but it was still hazy. Yeah, yeah, you could tell nah, it's not like it. you know. No feet, and she's like, you know what I'm saying? Floating, Tattered yeah. clothing. Yeah, yeah. It actually like it was an actual person, but, you know, just faded, basically. Okay. You said uh, when your replacement came that morning and you told him that you quit, uh, did you ever go back since then? Oh, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> I've, driven past, I've driven past it twice. Well, I got to commend you because I don't think I could have stayed. You was there by yourself that night, too? Every night. Oh, you probably was frozen. You probably didn't Every night, yeah. Pool. I stayed at that desk just like this and looking at that. When I saw the camera stuff, I was like, well, I'm not walking outside. Right. I got to walk over there to make my round. So, you gotta go past yeah, you got to loop the whole. Be, I got to walk in the Hitler Auditorium. Then you walk through the exhibit where it's like all of the photos from. You see photos of the scientists doing like experimental surgeries on, on the, the kids, oh, on the wow. boys. Like they actually show them standing there mutilated. And then you got like the outfit laying right there up under the pictures. Shit. That's that's so like shit. I say, it's some real think, it's real stuff I think in there. Stuff like that could hold like residual energy or something, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. kind of how I felt yeah. about yeah. it. I was like, yeah. it's too much real stuff from that yeah. stuff that yeah. actually happened to for it not to be. Yeah, see. I'm so weird. I I, I want to work there now. I want to see it. I'm cool. so weird. Hey, uh, Jay. Yes, uh, I need you. Your mic. You got to get it. Like, yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I say, I'm so weird. You go for it, bro. Yeah. I mean, the Hitler speeches were scary enough to just listen to that on the loop. Well, I actually got the book Mind Cop. So, <laughs> yeah, so you better than me, man. Right. Just to try to understand. And what's even funny about it, like, man, the 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 HPD that patrols that area. They come in there and they take their break and eat lunch in the break room. So they came walking in the door and they was like, what's going on? I say, man, it's a ghost back there. And they're like, ha, 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 it's no ghost back there. I was like, I bet y'all won't go open them doors. And they say, basically, they like, we know what you're talking about. We're not opening them doors. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow that's crazy. Hey, but let's stop right there and take a break. Uh, We're going to pay some bills right quick and we'll be right back with more Urban Paranormal. Man, hold up. I'm coming down crunk. Say, man. Yo, what's up? Man, I'm trying to get my rap business popping, man. I need to get the studio cracking, get the MPC 5000s and things, man. Okay. But the thing is, I don't know nobody to do taxes, man. Who you use, bro? Oh, man, I use Just-In-Time Tax Service. Man, I ain't gonna lie, man. I might owe the IRS a little something, something, but 
I promise I'll pay them back, but I'm just not ready to do that now, man. Well, look, that's okay, man. Trust me. They'll help you, man. The motto is actually educating their clients is a must. For sure. Yeah, man. Well, uh, what about they prepare fees, man? The player's scared of that, bro. They are super, super low, man. Well, why? How do I get in contact with this player place that you're talking about, man? Well, they have two phone numbers, actually. You What's call that? 832-494-4080 or 832-767-0228. It's going down. Yeah, all right. And you got to ask for Crystal Terry at Just-In-Time Tax Services. What's that again, bro? Crystal Terry at Just-In-Time Tax Services. That's man. what I'm talking about. Screw tape, tap, tap, baby. Bet. We're back. I've uh, got to pay a little bill here real quick. Um, there are a lot of magazines out there, but this is the one you need. 725mag.com. 725 Magazine. They're number one in the source for music, film, fashion, as well as news. So check them out. That's my boy, Queasy Leo. Already. Um, so we just had an amazing story here from Larry. I mean, Larry, what what happened? I mean, I know you quit, but dang, what, what else? I mean, was it immediately or, I mean? Yeah, it was immediately, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, wasn't, that, it wasn't no coming the next day to see if it was going to happen twice. Right, I'll take right. that chance. Like, Nah, I understand. No. I get it. Um, well, you got big nuts for staying there all night. You sure do. I, yeah, I probably would have ended up. I had like four more hours on my shift, too. Wow. Like, yeah, I just uh. sat at that desk like, okay. I ain't had no TV to watch. All I could do was oh, look at the shit. cameras. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. You, you was forced yeah. to look at that I was shit. forced to like sit there and look at the cameras. Yeah, I and probably, that's when I saw the whole real car. I probably would have called 911 or something. <laughs> that's like, man, the cops me. came and laughed at me, bro. Like, the cops came in and laughed at me, man. Wow. So, like, I bet you never took your eye off the camera, neither. Oh, no, no, no. So, the cops well, already I seen that. When I seen the shadows outside in the real car, I was like, well, I'm kind of trapped. Like, <laughs> I can't walk around. I can't go outside. Wow. So I might as well just stay at this desk till eight in the morning when my replacement show up. So, so the cops they already knew the story. Yeah, obviously. they they've heard the stories before, oh, wow. and they so they just thought it was like comical. They was yeah. like, "Aha, you you got they got you too." Yeah, wow. So I was like, okay. So you see that everyone everyone ridicules you in their own way about it, but see, you have a real story, you know, like some of you do out there. But I was also told this that. Um, Brandy, you have a story. I do. So when I was 11, well, probably 10 at the time, uh, my dad got remarried and my stepmom ended up um, coming down sick and she ended up having brain cancer and she passed away on hospice at our house. I'm so sorry. Thank you. Um, so shortly after she passed, some things started happening around the house and that was like my first time to experience anything strange or you know, paranormal, as they say, um, the door, the front door would just open by itself for no reason. It never had done that before. And it would just slowly like creep open and we would have to go and shut it. Um, the toilet down the hallway would flush by itself. Um, there was a night when I was putting my niece, her, um, her sister's daughter, who was three at the time, I was putting her to sleep in my room and I had the door open to the bedroom and it was dark and there was a little bit of light shining down the hallway. And I just remember it got really cold. And I had this weird feeling come over me. And I happened to look up towards the doorway. And my stepmom was standing there, peering into the room. She didn't say anything. She didn't come in. 
but it was enough for me to like freeze. Like I could not, I, I, it was like an out of body experience. I couldn't move. Like I couldn't, I couldn't anything. I couldn't think. All I did was hold my, uh, my cousin super close to me. And, um, at some point she disappeared. I don't know if I closed my eyes, what, um, wow. but I heard my dad coming down the hallway. And so I, I called out to him and he stopped by the room and I scooped her up and I was like, Hey, we're coming to sleep in your room. I mean, so you didn't tell your dad <laughs> about what happened? I, mean, I didn't tell anybody. See, you just held all that fear in. Yeah, because like, I'm like, they're trying not to tell everybody, everybody, anybody yeah. that'll listen. No. Exactly. <laughs> See, and, and that's the thing too, while we're, while we're doing this, because so many people have these stories, but they were scared to tell people because mm-hmm. of what might have, how they might have looked. Like in your case, you know, the police laughed at you. you yeah, know? I didn't care. I just say I was quitting, so <laughs> laugh all you want. You're not going in that room where I told you she is. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So um, it's, it's good that we have this outlet, and I hope you guys really enjoy it. Um, Mr. Um, Trent back here, he has a story as well. Yeah, I got a story uh, similar there. I'm not going to say it was a ghost or a shadow. I don't know what the fuck it was, okay. but it, it was... Definitely no natural shit. Well, what what happened? Me and my uh, daughter's mom, we were laying in bed and we were watching TV, and a fucking some smoke came out of the TV. Not like regular smoke. It was like a thick, a thick smoke with with a light inside of it. Came out of the TV maybe four inches, and I'm sitting there looking at it, and my baby mama she just bust out. Oh, you see that? As soon as she said that, it sucked back in the mm. TV. Mm-mm. And and uh, shortly after that, we start arguing, uh, uh, fighting over stupid shit. We end up break, breaking up. So I actually think it was some type of negative energy because we didn't have no problems or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Well, we, had, we had just moved into that house. It was a new house. And we just started arguing. We broke up after that shit. You know, I mean, uh, sometimes, you know, when the TV be on, you know, for... Uh, like all night and stuff. Sometimes it makes smoke from the back. Do you think that was the cause of it? No, it actually came out of the screen. Wow. It, it wasn't like smoke. Like you see a cigarette burn. It was like mm-hmm. a thick. Maybe I want to say like a vapor. It was. It was. It was real fucking thick and compact, and it came out of the TV. Some so it came out the front of the TV, basically. Yeah. Some people describe that. You're as supposed a to push that outside, like poltergeist. Yeah. yeah. You're supposed yeah. to just push that right on the I side. I mean, but it didn't scare me. It was just like, what the fuck? And I'm trying to rationalize the shit in my mind, like what the exactly. fuck? Exactly. And after she said, "What the fuck was that?" It sucked back in the TV, and I pretended that I didn't see it because I didn't want to scare her, mm-hmm. because. Me and him actually had seen one when we were seen. I knew what it was when I seen it mm-hmm. because I seen one as a teenager. Actually, me and Jay was together yeah. when we seen the, the first what what you would call a or when I when I got later on and I started watching like paranormal shows and I seen I was like damn that's what I seen in my room that night. Right. I knew what to call it. It was a fucking orb. Right. Yeah. I mean, well, y'all should become the new Ghostbusters because y'all ain't afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so to say, yeah, I definitely wasn't just scared. Yeah, I was more like trying to figure out what the fuck it was and why am I seeing <laughs> that shit? Wow. But like, did you believe in that type of stuff at that time, or like, yeah. like I was a non-believer yeah, until I, it happened I, I to me? So did. I always oh, okay. believe in the shit because 
my grandmother from Louisiana, and you know she got all these stories. Yeah. She used to tell me, have me fucking terrified. Yeah, we got the same as a thing. Kid. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yep. grandmother, great grandmother. So, yeah, yep. I always did did believe that shit. Yeah. So you guys didn't like sage the house after that, or mm, no? Nah, I didn't know nothing about that type, like saging houses and shit okay. back then. Right. Okay. <laughs> I guess we just fell right into whatever it wanted to happen because, like I said, we started arguing and shit after that just for nothing. Right. And just broke. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious. What is sage? Sage is a herb that you can burn and it's supposed to. Oh, uh, that type of sage. Right. Yeah. Ward off you, evil spirits. Ward off evil spirits and stuff. Right. Yeah, I actually got some over there. That, yeah, we did the we did this yeah, we sage, sage sage for y'all guys, guys, so we should be. Thank good. you. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't trying to ain't trying to bring nothing in. Take oh, it home. Oh no, no, this <laughs> right. is a paranormal exactly. podcast, exactly. but we don't play like that. Right. <laughs> right. We ain't having no seances or summoning or nothing like oh, that. Oh man, yeah, you <laughs> never yeah, you yeah. never play. Uh, yeah. I had that. You know, I played with that one time. What boy? I don't but, him before he leaves. I know, right? Man, I I was still after playing with. I was still like I don't. Know if this is real, yeah. it's hard to tell. You got like everybody hands is on it, yeah. You can so see. it's really hard to tell if Who's it's moving, moving mm-hmm. on its own or if everybody's moving, it. right? But I know, and I was probably like 16, yeah. and it was like yeah. a family vacation, and the, the grown folks played and they let me play with them. But like that board re- revealed that my uncle had cheated on his wife. Oh, wow, oh, yeah. See, I would never play with no shit like See, that. Yeah, I would wow. never do that. Like the game ended right after that because it was like, okay, <laughs> I mean, I, I, sure who moved this to make it say that? Know, yeah, right. it was like, okay, hold on, who snitched on me, the board or right, one of y'all? Right, but, that's right. crazy. That's I actually, weird. I actually walked in on some of my friends playing that shit, and I just politely walked right back out the room and went home. Yeah, so that's, so it's, it's like you don't know if somebody moving it or not. That's yeah, why that yeah. Thing's a little that's a little tricky. I just don't want to take no chances. I feel you though, bro. Well, here, let me tell y'all. <laughs> let me tell y'all this one here, man, and this for you guys at home as well. I, I have a, a little story, and it's basically um, a Hollywood story. In the movie Three Men and a Baby, there's a particular scene in that movie. Hold on, I'm sorry. What movie is it? Three Men and a Baby. Okay. All right, uh, Ted Danson. Yeah, I know what um, you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, Magnum PI, the guy played Magnum PI. Yeah, Tom Selleck <laughs> or whatever. And I can't think of the other guy, but in that particular movie, there's a scene where Ted Danson is talking to this woman. I can't remember because it's been so long ago. But there is a little boy in the window. What? Yeah, and they didn't know it at the time. So here's the thing: people kept saying, "Well, that little boy is dead because he died in that particular house." Well, the funny thing about that is, is that Disney rebuilt the house. So therefore, he didn't die in that house. So the question became, was someone trying to scam us? Is this how they're going to sell tickets? How are they going to sell this movie? But this Mm. came up after the movie had already been Well, I have a question. Uh Because I've heard that if you purchase a piece of property and you remodel, it disturbs the spirits. Therefore, it almost awakens them. If they're not... You know, mm-hmm. active, it will. Oh, you get to it. making changes to stuff. You know, yes. they had it like they liked it, I guess. So, was that originally like the a home and then they came in and remodeled or basically rebuilt, tore it down and rebuilt? Right. The whole thing was tore down and okay. the, the Disney put it and built over top of it, I do believe, the side it went down. Right. But this is, you can literally see the little boy in the movie and he's not even in the movie. Well, okay. that's crazy because you just said that okay. you say they tore something down and built on top of it. 
Right, Disney. Mm-hmm. It, the, Disney rebuilt the set. Okay, right. well that that reminds me of Jefferson Davis Hospital. Didn't you have like some? Yeah, info I, on that brand? I had I had read some stuff. Yeah, um, I guess, no. about it being haunted. Yeah, it's, it's actually one of the most haunted places here in Houston. Yes, and I never knew that. I was born in Jeff, Jefferson Davis Hospital. My mom worked there for years, and I never knew Whoa. that. <laughs> I never knew that Jefferson Davis was built on top of a mass grave. Right. Really? Yes. Yeah. It's a it's yeah. a Confederate cemetery. It it's was a built Confederate on top cemetery, of. and it's also, uh, I think, like in the forties or thirties, they had the yellow fever, mm-hmm. and they had like so many people that died from the yellow fever, and they just buried them in a mass grave. Where Jefferson Davis stands. Hey, check this though. Yeah. When they built that yeah. over it, they uh-huh. did not. Re- they didn't no, move they the did. bodies. They, they just did. left it. They, they just, just built it, it yeah. over. When they, when they the broke, cemetery. wow. Yeah. When they broke the ground, they started finding bones, and they was like, "Whoa, whoa, what the fuck?" Mm-hmm. And they just kept on with construction. Damn. Are the bodies still there now? Or yeah, they, yeah, they, they never moved it. And actually, there's an apartment complex there now. Yeah, a residential complex. It's crazy. And here's the weird thing. I mean, so for you guys listening at home, uh, this is Houston, Texas. And um, like what Chimp was letting me know, that if you are um, African-American that lives here, it's a good chance that you were probably born born in that hospital. 40s, that age Mm -hmm. range, you probably were born at Jefferson Davis. Right. So it's very weird. I never even heard this story until... Uh, he brought it to my attention, which was a week ago, maybe. Yeah, I never heard it till I researched it. I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, <laughs> and it was, and then it wasn't just it was a Confederate uh, burial ground, and it was a burial ground for slaves. Well, see, that oh, makes wow, it that yeah. and plus on top they got a mass grave with victims of the yellow fever. Wow. Mass grave three yeah. times over. Basically. Yeah, but three yeah. times. Yeah, over. yeah, that's a lot of people. So now down. all the employees uh, reporting all these different sounds and they seeing things, and so it's one of the most haunted places in Houston. Right. I wonder. I wonder if the complex, the apartment complex, people ever experience anything. That's something to know. Do you have any information on that, Brandy? Um, I don't have anything else on that. That's basically about what I came up with when I researched it. Um, I was going to add the Spaghetti Warehouse, which is now um, no longer open. Um, Dang, when they close that? Um, it doesn't really say, I guess. Um, the one that was downtown? Yeah, uh, maybe Harvey, I guess after Harvey. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but shortly before Harvey, um, the manager had heard kids playing upstairs and there was a lot of activity in the upstairs area of ghosts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so they stopped seating people up there. Dizam. <laughs> wow. I always wanted to eat that, bro. Wow. Yeah, that's a hot spot. That's, hey, that's I got a hot spot a, here in Houston. I got <laughs> another cool one that'll trip people out. Galveston Pleasure Pier. Oh, yeah. You told me about I, that. I, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Whoa. I haven't yeah. heard that. Yeah. I, had, uh, I didn't know that it was built... In 1920s, uh, 30s, something like that. Well, it used to be a hotel, right? It was actually Ple- Pleasure Pier when they first built it in the 30s or 40s or whatever. And uh, a hurricane destroyed it. Okay. And they built the flagship in 40, in somewhere in 50s, something. They built the flagship hotel. Okay. After it was Pleasure Pier. 
Then when Ike came, it destroyed the flagship mm-hmm. and they turned it back into Pleasure Pier. I, I never knew that. I did not know that either. And the and it's and it's supposedly hunted from all the people that died in the past storms. And so now they saying the people that work there, they seeing people in like uh uh Victorian clothing, they'll see like orbs. And wow. Okay. wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I never knew okay. that about Pleasure Pier. That's cool. I, mean, I knew, I knew it existed, but I didn't know. Yeah, right. I, I, yeah, I, I knew it existed a long time ago. I didn't hear anything yeah, hundred about it, though. That's crazy. Yeah, that's... So I don't know a lot on this, but there, I guess in the 1800s, there was a hurricane that hit Galveston, and I heard that there was a schoolhouse. Yeah, yeah, I read yeah. up on that. Was it in the early 1900s? It was 1901, I think. 1901, okay. It was and the there worst w- natural disease, disaster in U.S. history. And they didn't know it was coming. They didn't yeah. know. And oh, there was a school, died. yeah, a mm-hmm. schoolhouse full of kids that that got trapped in that. It's yeah. crazy. No, I don't think it was like, I think it was like 8,000, something like that. No, it was more than that. No, nah, I, I did. Yeah, I did. Trust me, because uh, <laughs> no, go ahead. Because hey. uh, they actually built the the it, the storm happened in 1901, yeah. and they built Hotel Galvez and the seawall in, uh, in in response of to the that storm. Spo- that storm. Yeah, yeah that's oh, when the seawall yeah. was built after the that hurricane. Was built to, you know, right after yeah. that hurricane, and they built Hotel Galvez at okay. the same time, and it's actually supposed to be real fucking haunted too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always stunned at how people get these. Numbers. You can take it like a hundred yeah. gal a tour yeah, down there in Galveston. Yeah, yeah. I always yeah. been scared out some Casper was gonna follow me home or something like that. Exactly. I thought they would just leave you out there and be like, "Hey, this right. is what's gonna happen. We'll be back to get you." Right, right. It's <laughs> crazy, bro. Yeah. Um, again, like I say, everyone everyone has a story. So you just guys remember, everyone has a story, and it's it's really good. That if we don't ridicule people and we embrace their stories, because um, it seems like everything in the news today is proven to be what people told you was fake before coming out to be true. So all the crazy people that y'all say was crazy are turning out to be the ones who was right. Exactly. Check this. It's always crazy until it happens to you. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know. So, and and the other thing I got to put to everyone in their in, in both of their in both of the two stories that we've that we've heard. Um, and even the one I said, you have to just look it up. Um, everyone tries to rationalize. They always try to rationalize when it happens to them. They try to make want want it to make sense so bad, mm-hmm. but that's just it. No one knows. It, it's not going to make sense. It's going to sound crazy. It's going to be yeah. weird because you can't make sense of something that you just don't know. Yeah. When Trent opened up his story, he said, I'm not going to say it's a ghost. I, I just don't know. It's okay to say you just don't know. Yeah. It's okay. I believe it's a lot of shit we don't fucking know. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? We just dismiss yeah. the shit or right. call it crazy or... Indeed. Exactly, exactly. Yes, I just want to touch back on that storm. Brother Trenchy was correct. I just looked it up. Actually, <laughs> I know. Yeah. And sometimes we got to settle the score, guys. Right, right, right. right, right. <laughs> I, I hate to uh, pause everything and take a little... Uh, trip away from the paranormal, but I want to dedicate this episode of the podcast to the late Chadwick Bozeman. So yes. can we get five seconds in a Wakanda for, for forever? Wakanda forever, okay. baby. For real. Rest in peace. All right, then. That was a great man. 
Yes, it was. Um, well, and guys, you didn't do the Wakanda forever. I'm actually, I'm actually holding the mic. Okay, okay. I'm going to give you a pass. Like, thank you, man. Thank you. So um, here's the thing. Uh, we got to pay some bills, but I got a quick question. I want to tell you this, guys. Is I have this like real huge dog, right? And um, he's really hairy and everything. And he's about 80 pounds. It is the it's hardest a big thing. fucking dog. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the hardest thing to actually bathe this dog, you know? But, you know, I found out about this place. It's called Rachel Suds and Pups. It's a mobile pet grooming service. You okay, know? okay. Right. And she works in the greater area of Houston, um, Fresno, Pasadena, Pearland, and League City. So to solve my problem, I took my dog there. I'm probably going to take King there, too. There you go. You know, so you guys pay attention, man. Go check That's Rachel's Suds and Pups. Now, you Absolutely. said mobile, so that means she comes to she you? Comes Absolutely. To you. That's what I'm talking about. All right. So we'll be back in just a second. What's up? It's your girl, Sabrina the Model. You can follow me on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, at Sabrina the Model. Y'all go check out my video. Shout out. Hey, shout out to my North Side Clip. Shout out. Shout out to my South Side Clip. All right, everybody. Glad y'all back to Urban Paranormal. You know, where um, you might be crazy, those people, but you're family to us. Hey. Yeah. There you go. Hey. Um, I want to tell y'all, man, I had um, had an issue, you know. Um, my girl needed uh, to feel love. You know what I mean? Your girl so, needed to feel what? Feel loved. You know, uh-huh. we, we've been together for a little while. So okay, she well, felt, that's important. Love is important. I mean, exactly. And I didn't know what to get her. I, I was thinking about getting, like, roses or something. Yeah. You yeah. know, but, you know, she's allergic to most to, to most roses and stuff, so. <laughs> that's tough. Right. That's right. tough. Right, right. <laughs> right. But then I, I looked up, though, you know. Uh-huh. I looked up. I found this place, man. What um, place is it? Compliments of May, man. Oh, um, yeah, I heard Man, that. it's beautiful, man. They have all sorts of jewelry and accessories. You know? I actually bought my girl a pair of the African-style earrings. From, there you from, go. There you go. Yeah. You know, um, so if y'all ever looking for it at home or in here, you know, you can find her on um, Esty.com. Etsy? Yeah, and her name is um, Lacey. May Lacey. Lacey, yeah, she was awesome. She so me. you just go to Etsy.com and look at compliments of May. Of May, yeah. Compliments of May. Absolutely. Jewelry and accessories. She has some beautiful designs, so y'all go look that up. Indeed. Make your girl happy. <laughs> it worked for me. I ain't got a man, so someone send me some stuff. <laughs> right. So um, let me see. We kind of left off. Let me tell you, there was a couple of elements in, in, in everyone's story that I, I like really like like blew me away. Like one, how your stepmom comes to the door and you 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 know, you look at her, you know, mm-hmm. and that's that's creepy. And then your situation, you know, um, you saw the little girl just standing there, you know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and you broke out. And then uh, yeah, Trent, the orb coming you, out yeah, of the TV. Trent had the orb and everything coming out the TV. I mean, and, and when you think about these elements, you can understand kind of where that movie Poltergeist came from, you know? Right. Because of people having these experiences and they just went through film to tell you. Because film tell you things. They, you know, they try to act like it's fake, but. They're telling you something, you know. But when I was thinking about that, I remember you were saying something about Poltergeist. Oh, yeah, yeah. So when I was, you know, kid, you know, when Poltergeist came out, you know, I was probably like eight or nine. 
somehow, some way, my parents found that same little clown wow. from no the clown. movie. I'm talking about you know the same outfit, everything. They probably did that to torment you. Bro. I think so. Exactly. T- I think so too, bro. Like exactly. I think so too. I had to, you know, later on in life, I asked them like, "Was I a bad kid? That's why y'all did that." Because I never held it. It right. sat in a chair in wow. the corner across from the room, and was kind of eerie about it. The light from the back of the house shined in the window. Yeah. Yeah. So no matter how dark it was, that that damn clown was just highlighted in the corner of the room. Wow! And it would be nights where it would be mornings where I would wake up and the clown would be on the floor, and Noah's always in that chair. And like Shit. ever since then, that's why Poltergeist is like my scariest movie ever. Wow! Like, you know what? Ever was that Poltergeist? What was the What was the one where? Oh, Amityville fucking horror. Oh, man, you know that God. house still be getting, it's still being sold on the market. I know, man, we watched that shit when I was a kid. And me, this was me and my sister shared a room, so we was real young. <laughs> my my sister woke up in the middle of the night, had a nightmare after watching the movie. It was like she was in a trance. She just woke up screaming, bees, bees. <laughs> Remember the point of where all the flies were on the window? Oh, window? Yeah. I guess she thought they were bees. Yeah. And she was so fucking out of it and going crazy. My my dad yeah. actually had yeah. to actually slap her ass to bring her back to reality. <laughs> Can't Dang. believe people like still want to live in their house. I mean, right, I right. My kids watch that movie. That movie is scary. I don't watch scary movies. But it's based on a true story. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. That's that's the thing. And it's like continuously haunted stories come from people who live there. Like, I think it was a a little series done about the actual house. Right. And people who've actually lived there have told stories of, Of you know, stuff going on. Yeah, that's that's crazy. And uh, if anybody out there got any paranormal stories or ghost stories, you can contact us at uh, DSBmedia1 at gmail.com and you can also hit us up on Instagram at DSB underscore media and maybe we can set something up and you can come in and tell your story. Indeed. You know, actually there's so many different like movies and different things out there that that talk about these, you know, supernatural things, you know, these crazy things like they have a TV series but they also had movies and they have the stories of Skinwalker Ranch. Oh yeah, that w- that's a whole nother episode right well, there, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you know that within itself because there's so much supernatural, there's so much ghost, there's so much alien, there's so much crazy things, and that's my point is that in the film they tell you things on the sly, it's just because they don't, you know, they don't know how to tell you the truth because otherwise you laugh and think it's stupid. So they say it's made up, and here we have all these different stories from everybody. Uh, but so, Mr. D. Ray, you want to go ahead and tell? Your little freaky incident? I mean, I'll tell my incident, you know, it's it's not all of that, but it was it was real enough for me. You there know? you go. Well, to start this off, and my older brother Earl, he passed away on R.I.P. Earl, that was my dog. Already. <laughs> yes. You know, my brother passed away on November the eleventh of two thousand and eleven. And you got letters across the board, but uh, mm. Mm, mm. What makes this story so surreal is, you know, he died in the house. You know, he had hospice. He died in the house, in my mother's house. And so my mother had got ill one time, and I went over there to check on her, and she wasn't feeling too good. So I decided, you know, I was going to spend the night. You know, I called my wife, let her know, uh, say, babe, you know, I'm going to stay with mama tonight. She's not feeling too good. And if things worsen, you know, I'm going to be here and call the ambulance. Okay. 
But to get into the story, it was about like one that night, you know, and I was still up, you know, making sure mama was okay and she was in the bed. I gave her medicine and everything. So once she was well situated, you know, I was like, you know, I'm gonna get in the shower, you know, get freshened up and stuff like that and then get ready for bed. Well, I took my shower and I got out of the shower and I washed my hands and everything and washed my face, brushed my teeth, got into my, my sleep clothes. And I came out the door and all the lights was off but the TV. And the bathroom was right in the middle of the hallway that okay. leads to the living room. So I was going to sleep on the couch because that's where the big screen was. Yeah, I do that. So, mm -hmm. But I was coming out the restroom. I cut the light off and... Everything was just normal as usual, but I made a left to go into the living room. And when I made a left, I was like, okay, where's the remote control? The remote control was on the couch that was in front of the TV. So I walked to the couch and when I went to bend over, you know, I picked up the remote control. And when I stood up and just before I turned around, it was like something passed by me in the back of me real fast. And it made me alert because I heard up and turned around and I noticed I had chills on my body and my neck and my arms was tingling and my heart was beating fast. And I was like, whoa, I know somebody was behind me. In my mind, I knew somebody just went by me real fast. Mm -hmm. But no one was in the room but me. Now, I don't want to disturb my mama because, you know, I just made sure that she was laying down right. and stuff and getting her rest, you know. But it scared me so bad. And so I called up my brother's name. I said, Earl. <clears throat> I said, Earl, is that you? I said, bro, if that's you, give me a sign. I never got a sign. But I'm facing the TV now and my heart beating fast and I'm just looking around, you know, with my head. So I'm like, okay, maybe I'm tripping. But my heart is still pounding. I still got goosebumps on my arm. So as I go... To the, towards the couch to go sit down, all of a sudden, again, that same eerie feeling. I'm like, whoa, what was that? I got tingles on my neck, goosebumps on my arm, my heart beating even faster now. I'm so beating. let me ask you this. Were, yes. you, were you drinking anything, any Thunderbird? Or? <laughs> no, no, bro. And you Why are you going like to do him like that? I wasn't drinking anything because <laughs> okay. I was telling okay. to my mother. You know what I'm okay. saying? Okay. And seriously, like I said, I just got out the shower. I just got out the shower. Uh -huh. I wasn't, you know what I'm saying, on anything mm -hmm. or, or drunk or anything like that. It's just that I knew it was... Exactly. To, to you me, had it, that it, feeling. Yes. Yeah. It was a spirit mm -hmm. in that house. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't mean to joke on you, but yeah, I, mean, I definitely... No, I mean, I'm just being honest. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Even though, even though that, you know, I know I wasn't in any danger, but I still felt like someone was in that house, a spirit or something. I laid down you know, with a curious mind, but at the same time, it's just that feeling I had. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't feel in any home or any danger or anything like that. But I tell you one thing, it took me a couple of hours to go to sleep. Right, right. Wow. Oh, He's yeah. trying to figure mm -hmm. out what yes. the hell yeah. went on. Because that is, <laughs> that is scary. Okay, well, well we, we heard all these stories and uh, I want to ask uh, Jay, mm -hmm. you ever had any uh, experience with what people call ghosts or spirits? I'm almost scared to ask you that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm kind of weird. Um, kind of. Yeah, exactly. 
man, I have so many, and it's just I would say share, but I don't want to share. I want to I want to actually change. How many? Uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> just, just okay. Well, just do this for us. Just give us a light one. A light one. Yeah. <sighs> okay. I was um, walking down the street going to use a payphone. That's how long old it was, a long time ago. <laughs> and I remember looking down, the, you know, I could see the payphone. And um, I saw this guy sitting on top of the payphone. Now, for some of y'all out there, it probably don't sound like nothing, but he was sitting on top of the payphone. It's kind of normal thing that we some people do, you know. So I just took my eyes off of him, and I kept walking, kept walking. Then I looked back up. No one was on the payphone. So I made my phone call, and I'm walking back. And I thought to myself for that moment, that's kind of weird. Because I was like, where the hell did he go? But I didn't care. When I made it to the front of the apartment area, there was a big tree. And as I was walking to my apartment, on one side of the of tree, I saw him poke his head out. And I the same thought, guy that was on the, uh, the payphone? Same guy that was on the payphone, right, on top, that was standing on top of the payphone. I saw him poke his head out, and I was like, what the hell? So I said, well, who is this guy, you know? Man. And just so you know, this particular time I live, it's a predominantly uh, black area, but this was a white guy, and he had this Letterman jacket on, and, and it was weird. So I said, well, who is this dude messing with me? So I decided to walk around the tree. The tree is huge, so you can't. Are you just asking for it? Like, yeah. let me go investigate yeah. this. Right. Let me go holler at this dude real quick. Why are you following me? <laughs> right. Okay. It, it was just weird because he poked his head like he playing a game with me. So I walked all the way around the tree and didn't see him, you know? So I go in the house. There was more to it than that, but I gave you a light version. And um, I... I could tell you more that I actually looked up. Like I saw the jersey, not jersey, but it's a Letterman jacket. Mm-hmm. And I saw that Letterman's jacket, and I saw that it was a school. But the only jacket that looked similar to that was a school that they had in Alabama. Okay, I'm trying to I'm trying to feel where's the paranormal in it. Uh, I, I, I don't oh, get it. Well, I, I don't know. If, if you don't get, understand what a paranormal is, I don't know what to tell you. The thing, the guy obviously was a ghost. And this is we talking why, about. Why do you say he was obviously a ghost? Well, it was the the jacket that he was. It was a Letterman's like type of jacket. Uh huh. And I had never seen that before, but I knew it was a Letterman's jacket, and that's what stuck in my mind. And when I found a jacket that looked similar to that, yeah. what that was in Alabama. Oh wow! Well, I I actually got a Letterman jacket in my closet. It's mm-hmm. like an old Letterman jacket. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to throw that in there. Right, so <laughs> not trying to discredit your story or anything. I'm just saying I was just trying to get to the paranormal part of that. Right. Well, the whole thing is paranormal. You asked for it. That was it. It was. A so problem. you say that jacket came from, <clears throat> excuse me, another school from Alabama. From, from, oh, from from Alabama and from the 1950s. Was like did something happen at that school? Was I, it a I, tragedy I, or something? I, I didn't to, investigate uh, anymore because I just let it go because it's a white guy in a black area, and I mm. know I saw it. I wow, did he look like so, uh, out, one of those guys off of Stand By Me and yeah, shit? You know when wow. you take your Levi's and you yeah. fold them up? Yeah. yeah. T-shirt, like greaser. sleeves rolled up, which is a greaser. Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. He's a greaser. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like when you saw him, how far were you from that tree? When you saw him, like, was it a- out? Yeah. Oh, man, I might have been maybe 15, 15 feet away. So it's not like it took you a minute to walk over there to see if no, he it was behind take me, that it tree. No, it didn't take me a minute. So if he had 
He couldn't have walked off. You would have seen. Yeah, you would have seen. Right. That's what. That's where I was but going the, with the, it. Yeah, 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 that's what he was right. trying to get the, you the to tree, bring out. Yeah, the tree is 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 big enough, but it, it's very it's very true that if you was on one side of that tree and I walk around and you just want to do that, I would never see you. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, what, that's right. what I wanted to know. What made you walk around the tree? Because of, he ain't scared. Well, because of the way he was dressed, <laughs> the, way, <laughs> the way he was dressed, and he was very pale. It was weird to me. It was just like, what the hell? Who is this guy? You know? Wow. That was it. I just left it at that. I didn't, you know. I, I, I just want to. And there's this other thing that I've been seeing a lot on the internet. And I actually had a friend tell me they had the same experience sex with a ghost. What made me zero in on that, because I actually had a homeboy who told me the same thing happened to him when he was in the penitentiary. He said wow. he woke up just in time to, to uh, I'm trying to describe it. He said he woke up just in time. He said the whole dorm was asleep, and he woke up to like a vortex of energy going into his stomach, like just sucking into his stomach real fast. And like he could feel like some sexual shit going down, down there, down by his, you know, his nether regions or whatever. Damn. Yeah, I have a lot of jokes. Is he sure? <laughs> I mean, I have a lot of jokes too. Nah, but nah, but nah, I, I'm not nah. gonna do that. Though. I mean, but the the reason what why I stole because he was you know how somebody telling a story and they fucking started tearing up and shit. Yeah. yeah. So he was telling me it was wumpy. Wow. Yeah, he told me that she was like, man, bro, you know what I'm saying? And I actually think wumpy had like spirits around him. Uh, God bless the dead wumpy. He passed away. Now I love you, brother. But one night. We we was in my house and we were waiting to go to the club. I was getting ready. He was at my house and uh, I'm getting ready. And this is this is this is in the days of prime code phones where everybody didn't have a cell phone and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> prime code. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know people still had house phones and shit. So I didn't have either. I didn't have a house phone, cell phone. I think I had a beeper at the mm-hmm. time and shit. So he waiting for me to get ready. <clears throat> and all of a sudden we hear like an old school bell phone ringing. Like the, the rotary phone, we hear really like it's ringing fucking loud, mm. like it's right on the table in front of us, but we can't find it. You know, I don't have a house phone, and there ain't no cell phones. Yeah. So we we fucking freaking out, and this fucking phone is still fucking ringing like it's in front of us. And he looking at me, and I'm looking at him, like I can see the fear in his eyes, and he see the fear in my fucking eyes. I'm like looking out the door. I'm thinking somebody make you know playing a joke on us. I'm opening the cabinets, like damn, somebody done put a phone in here. And we never found the phone. He was like, you know what, man? I'm fucking gone. I was like, bro, hold on. I'm going with you. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't leave me. Right? No joke. Right. Never got to the bottom of that shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's wow. crazy. So I, think, I think, and I said that to say, I think, you know, I love one to death, but I think he kind of had, like, energy around him. Mm-hmm. I hate to say that, but I think he actually brought whatever that was to my house. Well, they say some people... Like uh, mediums and like there's different there's different types. I don't know all of it because I haven't like researched it in like technical terms. But some people just are a portal. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. To that realm for whatever reason. And, And I still have a hard time. Like I believe in it. I believe in spirits. I believe in all that. But. At the same time, there's still that part of me that's like because I, I fear it. So I'm just like, I don't want anything to do with it. Um. 
And I just like to think one day I'm going to die and I'm going to go to heaven and that's it and it's done. I'm not going to live in some weird realm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But uh, (laughs) they say that caught in between. Yeah, I don't want to be in between. (laughs) But you know, according to the Bible, spirits and ghosts can't exist. Well, that's a. I never knew that. That's a different subject. Yeah, yeah, when they say, you know, uh, when they say human, if you communicate with some kind of spirit, it's not a human soul. Because, you know, in the Bible it says, you know, you go where you need to go. Mm-hmm. There's no in-between. Yeah. So if you communicate... So no, no such thing as a lost soul, basically. Well, a that's, wandering what, that's, lost soul. that's according to the Bible. Okay, okay. Yeah. I had never heard Which that before. Bible? Yeah. The, the Bible. <laughs> the Holy Bible. The Bible. The Bible. <laughs> well, the one, King James, anyone, okay. you know what I'm saying? But you know, both of them got the same information, basically. Okay. It's a little stuff changed. Yeah. But according to that, it can't be a human spirit. That's crazy. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that I that I believe that. I'm, I'm just putting it out yes. there. So right. going back to that whole uh, having sex with a spirit... When I hear, I've I've heard it be said before. However, my mind always wants to go straight to, oh, it's probably like a night terror and like a dream mixed together. Well, you, you, try you, to you know it's actually names for that. It's called an incubus and a succubus. I know you probably heard of the rock group Incubus. Yes. That's what they're named after. That an incubus is actually the ghost that has sex, sex with men. While you sleep, and the succubus has sex with the woman. Well, I rebuke it. Where's the sage at? We already said it's down. We good. We good. It's weird that I know all this information. Yeah. I mean, I heard some of that I, I stuff, though. Like, I thought a succubus was Every time I hear yeah, people yeah, talking yeah. about I heard somebody talk about it, and they say it's like you feel like you're being pent down in the bed. Yeah, well, that actually happened to me. I never had, like, And it's like heavy like breathing. Sex, but I uh, sleep paralysis. Right. That's what they okay. call it. Because right. I, I used to be plagued with that shit. I used to actually be scared to go to fucking sleep. That shit used to happen. To me. Right, same here. Yeah. The, yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's it, fucking scary as fuck. Yeah, because you can't move. You can't. You move. can't yeah. <laughs> you could. You telling yourself to move, but you can't. Yeah, you can feel. You can hear, feel everything around you, but you just you can't make your body move. Yeah, and just just today, Trent and I watched a video, which I thought was so unique, really, because this man filmed himself having a sleep paralysis. Yeah and, yeah, and it was exactly. It's just, it's just amazing. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. So here go the thing too. You know, we've we spoke about poltergeist, different things of that nature, based on stories and, and different things. But what about the shadow people? I mean, it's these dark entities, right? Mm-hmm. That when you're sleeping, you wake up, you can even though it's dark, you can still kind of see that it's a, a figure of a, a human figure. And um, there's so many different folklores behind it. Some people say that it's it's the one that gets on your chest and um, basically keeps. Well, I believe they just got names for all of this shit because we really don't know what any of it is. Exactly. We we can make assumptions and right. You know what I'm saying? We can call it this, we can call it that, but there's really no way we can ever put no name on none of that shit. I thought that shadow people were actually 
supposed to be the demonic spirits that come. Well, I've heard that. that, that I've heard that as yes. well. There's the, multiple... That's the ones that you get, like they do uh, scratching. They leave scratch marks on floors. Mm, um, right. They're the ones that cause um, cuts and stuff on human mm-hmm. bodies and stuff. Well, we actually, who, who, who did we get in touch with today, Jay? Supposed to be on the next show? Oh, man. Yeah. You guys are going to love this. Houston. Yeah. Ghost Houston, man. Um, name Ramon. He's an investigator. Uh, a paranormal investigator who's helped hundreds of people actually doesn't charge anybody doesn't charge you okay well, that's nice to know right so yeah, no, he, right? He, he's a yeah he's a, <laughs> a, a a real deal with a real team and actual ghost busting equipment so he will be here with us because we will have a a, a guest that's uh you know a professional and that's going to be a good thing for you guys at home excuse me so be be, be looking for the next one um, so anyway, when you guys think about the shadow people or you guys know any information out there, because we don't know, we don't know all in all in paranormal. That's why we just do the talking. You know, we're, we do talking. Yeah, points. it's basically a place for, for to come share your stories. Correct. And um, so you guys can just send it in, you know, put it in our inbox, tell us you got a story, share it, you know, and uh, we'll definitely... Uh, send a shout out to you on the show, you know, and we'll read your story out to everyone too. Okay. And um, uh, another thing is that we won't ridicule you. I mean, we have jokes. We might joke about things, yeah. but no. Especially me. Right. <laughs> we, um, we want, we want to, we want to hear your story and we do believe you because I know these things actually happen. And a lot of people are not upfront or you know, comfortable with talking about it. Like myself, really, I really don't talk about a lot of things. So, That's probably a good thing sometimes. There you go. <laughs> I, and before we go to break, uh, I just got one question. Uh, are you a shadow person? Oh, You? Yeah, I'm a shadow person. I thought so. We're going to break, y'all. <laughs> Look here, guys. If you want a high-quality car for an affordable price, go see Alex Quality Cars, home of the low-down payments as low as $500. That's Alex Quality Cars at 4045 Southport, Corpus Christi, Texas. Zip code 78415. The telephone number, 361-452-2507. Once again, that telephone number is 361-452-2507. Welcome back to Urban Paranormal. Just had to pay a few bills, and uh, we are back. I'm your co-host, Trina Johnson, I'm with Jay. my boy, J.H. Hey, everybody. How y'all doing? So we've been talking about um, shadow people, poltergeists, just ghosts and spirits in general. You know, um, I really hope that you guys find this place welcoming. All right. Don't let jokes put you off. Yeah. Tell your story. You know, we just um, try to stay a little lighthearted around here. So, you know, I, I'm the jokester. We bring comedy to everything. That's just my way of dealing with shit. So nobody take it personal. So um, I remember it was someone else I started talking about a story. Was it you? You had one? Yes. Okay, so back in, I want to say 2006, I had moved down to Texas City, and the house that I was living in, um, three people have passed away in that home. Wow. She's um, Do what? She's Yes. So <laughs> um, 
the houses down there have like those shutters so it's really dark inside anyway um so it already had like a creepy vibe to me just on account of that because i grew up you know on the north side of houston we don't have those window shutters or what have you and um they had told me that there were things that would take place in the house um such as um the coffee pot if it wasn't out on the counter then the cabinets would uh slam shut Oh, wow. In the mornings. And uh, when you go in there, all the cabinets would be open. So they had to keep the coffee pot on the counter. Otherwise, that would happen. Um, And there was other stories um, that they had told me, but things that had happened to me personally. um, There was a night when I wasn't feeling well and I had gotten up, went to the bathroom and came back and got in bed. And um, I started dozing off. Well, then I woke up and there was a figure of a woman standing next to the bed, kind of leaned down, like looking at me. And and that was like my final straw. Like I was like, all right, I'm out, chunk deuce. I don't want to be here anymore. Damn. Um. Yeah. How old were you when this happened? Um, I was 19. Shit. So, um, some things previous to that. Um, there was a day I was home alone, enjoying my alone time, and I had cleaned, and I just sat down on the couch and was gonna enjoy, you know, a clean home and watch some TV, and. All of a sudden, I hear these heavy footsteps coming down the hallway. I'm like, ain't nobody here but me. So we also had some bags in the hallway. And not only did I hear the heavy footsteps, but I hear something brush up against those bags. I was like, done. Jumped over the couch, ran out the house, left the door open, went eight houses down to um, a family member's house and was like, somebody go shut the door. I'm not going back. It's not going to happen. I can feel that. Wow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, there was a time while we were staying there, um, I had all of... My stuff, like my, I had a blanket. It was in a box in the closet in the bedroom. And we had a, a family friend staying with us. And he had a bad habit of falling asleep in the living room. So he calls us the next morning and he was like, hey, did y'all come home last night? Nope. No, we did not. And he was like, don't play with me. Y'all came home last night? And I'm like, no. He was like, well, whose John Deere blanket is this? And I'm like, what? Wow. Yeah. I'm like, it's mine. It was in the closet in a box. He was like, well, that blanket was on me when I woke up this morning on the couch. I'm like, dude, what? Yeah, that's mind blowing. Yes. And he said that because he he had been living there for much longer than I had. And he said that times past, he had fallen asleep in the floor in the living room on the couch or what have you. And he would wake up with a blanket on him. Seemed like the ghost liked him. I guess. Like a motherly type thing. Yeah, like a nurturing Yep, that's what I was about to say. Yep. I did I did suggest to him one time, I was like, well, why don't you sleep in there a few nights without a blanket and we'll put up a camera? And he was like, no, nah, I don't want to see it. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would have done that. Yeah. yeah I wow, done that's it. crazy. I just, man. I, there was a part, even though it terrified me, there was a part of me that wanted to, I wanted to see. Well, I was actually watching something today and it was kind of fucking interesting and intriguing. And it, it was saying like, Okay, when people see ghosts or spirits, it's act- they actually seeing shit that's always there, but it's not always perceivable. Mm-hmm. Like maybe the light might be bent the perfect way for you to perceive this dimension. At that, the light might be shining through the sunshine, might be coming through the window, just at the right angle for you to perceive this dimension that exists around us all time. At all the time, but the lighting and everything was perfect for you to perceive it. And I was like, wow, that's fucking 
fucking intrigued. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can see that. Yeah, I've, I've heard. Yeah. I, I've heard that before too. Um, uh, there was like a show once I was watching, and they were basically like MythBusters, kind of yeah. trying to like you know come in and say, well, it was because of this or that, and it was something similar, like what you're saying, like the lighting yeah. made that shadow, and that's what you've seen. Well, I, no, I mean not like the light made the shadow. Like the light is actually bending because you know your eyes work by light. Mm-hmm. If it was no light, you couldn't fucking see. That's fucking a given. But uh, like uh, I don't know how I want to say like the rainbow. It's like, like the light like rays and, and the beams. Yeah, like okay. light rays yeah, and yeah. shit. Yeah. Okay. Where if it, the light bends a certain mm-hmm. way, okay, now I can see this shit. You know what I'm saying? But it's always been there. Right. You just can't perceive it until the light bends a certain way, and once the those those uh those settings disappear, it looked like the ghost disappeared. But nah, the it's light just not right yeah, no more. You can't perceive right. it. No I more. can see that. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. So it's dimensions, basically paranormal, uh, Maybe. parallel dimensions. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. So like that knocking noise that was like real loud, like very you could tell. Oh like, yeah, the per- <laughs> the person that I was staying there with actually said uh, his father had passed away in that home, and he said that his father was heavy footed, and wow. so um, I believe that that probably was him coming down the hallway because it was where his bedroom would have been. So. I mean, it makes sense in my head yeah. that that's what that was. And and then you got like all these crazy uh, ghost hunter shows and shit, uh, where you could tell the shit is fake, and that that type of shit makes makes it difficult for people to talk about it because they're making it like funny. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So those type of people are are kind of like a joke to me. You know what I'm saying? A lot of I'm talking about the shows that are on TV with their little EF meters or whatever you want to call. When they them. go to like them old prisons and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they like the same noise like, going on in every place. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> right. That shit is crazy. But I do believe there's a lot of shit going on we can't explain and. Man don't know everything, so so exactly. Yeah, we, it, it, it I tried to, to explain it. Yeah, like yeah. you, every anyone in their right mind is going to try to like find a way to justify how did that really happen. Exactly, right. but exactly. you can't because it's it's unexplainable. Un- yeah, unexplainable. Exactly. You know, so anyway, you got something you want to add to the table? Just enjoying myself, listening to the stories. I can't believe how surreal you know they sound. I, I never knew that uh, anyone would sound, you know what I'm saying, go through experiences like I went through, you know. Yeah, yeah, and that's the whole thing here. Like I said, you can reach us at uh, dsbmedia1 at gmail.com. If if you got any paranormal experience or just something you can't explain, you know, hit our line and we'll try to get you on the show. All right. And we also, um, we do accept donations, guys, so that's how we keep working. All right, and we're doing this for you to have a place where you can actually tell your truth, okay? Um, and no one to judge you. Um, here's the thing: a lot of people um, they say the same thing and don't realize they're saying the same thing because they've had the same experiences, but they don't want to admit that they had the same experiences. Like one person can say, "Oh, I saw someone, possibly a." from a different dimension, you know? I, I, that's what I think I saw, you know? And um, it is, and it's instantly ridicule them at that point. 
but then someone else on the other side could say, well, I saw a ghost. Then they, they listen, and they're all the same thing. They just got to listen to the people. So please, man, you know, do, Maybe. Not, do not be afraid and, and, and listen to the people, all right? Don't judge them for what they're saying. Don't do any of that. Just listen. And you might learn something, and you might help someone, okay? And for you out there that's seeing and hearing this, man, trust me, we're not going to judge you. We actually love you, family. I feel that, brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, to add what, to what you said, uh, yeah, listen to the stories, but you got, you got, it, there is some crazy motherfuckers out there, so we, we trying to weed through that shit, too. So we ain't going to listen to every fucking body. You know what I'm saying? So. Well, I'm not, a, I'm, not, I'm not a psychiatrist, so I can't call someone crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I'm not a psychiatrist too, but I can't call people crazy. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So we got any other stories going down? Are we go before we go to break. I want to. I just want to add this in. I I think it's really common in kids to see they're more susceptible to see yeah, stuff. Yeah. And and although I try to justify everything that's happened to me, I would never basically dismiss something if my child came to me because I do have the understanding that kids are way more susceptible to and that's, spirit. It's funny you say that because my daughter always told me that our house is haunted. You know, yeah. she always told me that. Like was like, she seeing stuff or she just told me she was like, Dad, our house is haunted. And me knowing that shit, that side is real, I would just like, oh, girl, you tripping. You know what I'm saying? Why would you do that to her and dismiss it? (laughs) Because I didn't want her getting scared, but come to find out, she wasn't fucking scared at all. She just knew the house was haunted, but it's like, okay, I'm letting you know, daddy. Did you ever ask, like, was she seeing something or was she ever specific in detail? But I didn't want to go deep into it because I didn't want her to get scared and we have to fucking move or some shit. That type of shit don't scare me. (laughs) Right. My kids had tried to tell me one time and I did in a sense dismiss it we had just moved into an um an apartment and they were like mama I seen someone walk down the hallway and I'm like nah you didn't see anything well I'm gonna tell you because that shit is true I don't know why kids are more uh perceptive to that shit because I don't know uh yeah we we got a movie on roach on uh amazon.com called roach you can go and check it out just go to amazon.com and type in Roach. It's actually a horror movie, but it actually, the movie comes from an experience in my childhood. Okay. So I was I was a little kid. I think I was maybe maybe seven at the most. And uh, and me and my my mom, my stepdad, my little sister, we were going around. We it was moving time, so we were going around with different realtors looking for different houses. And we went to this one house. And we we met the realtor there, and my stepdad, my mom, and my sister went to the back room to see the bedrooms, and I was standing in the in the kitchen, and something told me to walk to the sink, and I, you know I was just little enough to look over and look into the sink, and when I looked into the sink, it was full of fucking roaches. Oh my god! I'm talking about how you turn, you know how you turn the water on and water overflows. Yeah, it was roaches like that overflowing. Jesus. So I ran to the bed. Mom, come look. Don't get this house. When she got to the kitchen, no roaches. Wow. That shit stuck with me. So that's what that's where the movie come from, from my childhood. Okay, yeah. I've seen yeah. the movie. Yeah. I've seen it. I've seen yeah. it twice, and actually. And that's a true fucking story. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. I can't, I can't explain that shit, but I've seen that shit when I was a fucking kid. Yeah. Yeah. That's and it, it was mm. it was it wasn't it was a few seconds for me to go back to it was no way all those roaches could have got down the fucking drain. Yeah. So I don't know if that was like <laughs> a sign or the house was speaking to me or whatever. Probably could like motherfucker, when mm-hmm. you move in here, this is what you're in for. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Very well. Could have been Luckily we did not move in that house. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, let's go to break. Okay, so we're going to pay some bills right now. And we will be back with Urban Paranormal. Pieces. Welcome back to Urban Paranormal, guys. Another part. Um, We've had, like, in Houston, man, we have so many different structures, man, that are, like, haunted. It's it's incredible. But I was just told that um, Larry actually experienced some things about that. Yeah, the convention center, they have like, you know, myths and stories about, you know, kind of being kind of haunted by uh, the people who passed away building it. Oh. Yeah, people, actual workers who died. You know, it's like, it was like 30 something workers who died and they was actually building it. So, like in 1998, I was working there and, uh, you know, they joked about it, but I never experienced it myself until one night, like two in the morning in the hallway. They used to have these like wall phones where you could, you know, contact dispatch and get an outside line. Mm-hmm. So I'm on the phone and I'm talking and I'm in an empty hallway. It's back when the convention center was three halls. And it was a big empty hallway at the, in the far end of the building. And I'm talking, and, you know, I hear some like hard footsteps, like somebody coming down the hall in some steel toes. Mm-hmm. And like Trent, you know how that upstairs can yeah. echo when you walk hard. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm right in there that- where the restrooms are. Uh-huh. And I'm looking, you know, into the hallway, but I hear the footsteps walk about four feet in front of me. That's kind of how close Damn. the sound was. It was like about four feet away. Wow. And I thought it was somebody, you know, coming. So, yeah, because I'm, I'm sneaking on the phone, basically. Yeah. So, and I was like, hold on a second. I peek ahead, peeked around. There was nobody there. Damn, that's some spooky shit. And then, you know, it was another time uh, in General Assembly. This one, this one was actually more scary because it was like real loud. I mean, you know, we was like bullshitting in there, killing time. Uh-huh. So we had like, you know, paper balls, hitting them with broomsticks, like you playing baseball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, bullshitting, killing time. So yeah. when somebody hits one way up at the top part, and then when they go up there and get the track, get the paper ball, they come back, you hear, you hear two loud claps like somebody's at a baseball game. Wow. Yeah, and like I say, where did that come from? I say, you know, that's you clapping. He say, no, I'm coming down the steps. My hands full, and his hands was full of trash that we hit up there. Damn. And he said, no, it came from behind me. I was like, bro, you just came from up there. Nobody's, you know, we're the only two in here. Wow. And he's like, yeah, I heard that too. Let's get out of here right now. So we walked out, and we go back and tell the rest of the crew. They was like, yeah, we've heard plenty of stuff in that general assembly. Wow. And it's always at the very top part. So what, uh, people died during the construction? Yeah, it was like construction workers who basically died in the, bu- wow. in, in the building while they were constructing it. But they always said, my mom has even confirmed that. Oh, She's yeah. heard stuff too like that before. Wow. Yeah, I didn't even know no one died building it. That's- yeah. Are you talking about the George R. Brown commission? We are talking about the George R. Brown. I remember when It's about like, no 1998 when this happened, though, when I experienced that. But, um, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, it's not like nobody was surprised when I told them. Yeah. They was like, oh, yeah, you you heard something too this wow. time. Wow. 
Wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. So it's just a normal thing. That people I know. guess so. I mean, it's a big building. So, I mean, and you hear everything at night because it's right. empty. Right. So, I mean, I was like, but to hear somebody like clap twice and you know nobody in there clapping, yeah, that's something different now. That is scary. Yeah, that's different. <laughs> so, that was different. So That scared the hell out of my homeboy that was working with me. He was like, man, I'm not going back in there ever. Not with the lights off in the I dark. I can feel it. I yeah. can feel it. So with all these stories we got here, you know, we uh, what conclusion can we come to? Uh, are ghosts or shadow people, whatever you want to call them, are they real, or are they just a figment of our imagination? I would That's say it. it's real. I would say it's real. Too. I'm gonna say it's real too. Yeah. Concur on that. Yeah. 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 I. I think once you wrap your mind about what actually happened, it's yeah. a little bit easier to accept it. Like, okay, that really did just happen. Yeah, I know. Right. You, you try to rationalize that shit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I said, when I had my experience, it took me days. I'm I'm all in my mind. Like, did I see that shit? Yes, I seen that shit. I just had to forget about it. Fuck it. You, know, yeah. I, you I almost try to convince it. yourself that it didn't happen yeah, before yeah. you started to exactly. believe it. Like, yeah, it really did happen. Yeah, but that shit really fucking happened. Yeah, wow. with my experience, I had to rationalize too. I just went looking for it. I didn't, instead of just asking, actually, in my mind, like, did it happen? It was more like, well, this shit did happen. I mean, what do you do next? How do you prove it? How do you prove you're not crazy? That's when I went looking for answers. Right, right, right. You know? I mean, that's all you can really do, uh, you know, just fucking f- either forget about it or go looking for answers. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I'm saying? Right. Well, shit, hopefully. Well, not, is the, there's no hopefully. Next show, we'll have somebody to try to explain a little of that to us. And that is uh, Ramon from uh, he, uh, Ghost Houston. Right. Well, he said, I can't say that it's a for sure thing, but he did say yes for sure that he do want to be on the show and he wants to definitely okay, do it. Okay, that's perfect. Maybe he can, he can give us right. some enlightenment. Right. Absolutely. Right. So, um, <laughs> but, you know, I like the... The, the thing that she talked about, about the children, you know, because mm-hmm. children are, are always being haunted. They got, they got a movie, um, so many movies that you, there's so many different things from these particular entities that contact these children. When we speak about the movie Poltergeist, the center of that was the little girl, mm-hmm. okay? There's the movie uh, Come Play, and those entities are contacting a little artistic boy. I mean, then you have the movie The um, something the dark or something they always seem to to actually contact these children and you know you made a statement about you know sight with our eyes but there's more to it than that in my opinion you know and I, I think that we probably need to take a look at this what are children do children rationalize I think children are more perceptive perceptive to the shit right you but know what I'm saying? Open minds about it. Right. That's they, what they, I think. They, yeah. They, yeah. They do not rationalize. They don't. They don't do that. They go, "Oh my God, this happened," mm-hmm. and it is fact. Yeah. Yes. The moment they get old enough to say, "Did that happen to me?" It don't happen because they come tell you like it's reality to them. When it there happens to them, they speak to you like, "Okay, yeah, this is real. I wasn't there dreaming. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this right. is real." 
Right. And the they thing, don't be on the fence about it. <laughs> like, right. we just trying yeah. to, we had to try to figure it out. Like, yeah. does this really happen? You blow them off. Tell them, shut the hell up. Go yeah. back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> but, you but, go back but, in that room. See, that, that, <laughs> that, 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 right in the room with a ghost. Yes, yeah, you better go. <laughs> right. but that's, no, you can't that's, have no nightlight. That's right. the other thing. Those kids don't never tell you. Mm-mm. Because. No, they do tell you. That they, realistically, the kids don't tell you, even in the movie, in those movies. Well, I'm talking about in real life. And, and, I mean, because my see, daughter actually told me. Your, yeah. da- your daughter told you that. And that's yeah. that's one person. But yeah. realistically, a lot of the children don't say it. They don't come out and tell. They don't say that unless it's something very simple, like you're passing by uh, 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 some little the donut shop or something, and the kids see the donut and say, "Oh, Jimmy wants a donut," you know, and you and you're, and you're like, "Who is Jimmy?" And the whole time you've been living with Jimmy at the house as a ghost, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's kind of how they do it, you know. They have these things, they just don't say anything because in their mind, it's a fact. There is well, no. I, I gotta disagree with that because especially like speaking on black kids, they gonna fucking tell you. They seen something fucking horrifying or scary, they gonna tell you exactly what the fuck they seen. I mean, because I had experiences when I was a kid and I wasn't afraid to go tell my, hey mama, look, this the fuck I seen, come check this shit out. I didn't say nothing like Jimmy want a donut. I was just like, mama, I'm fucking scared, <laughs> scared to sleep yeah. in here. Yeah. <laughs> you know so, what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, I mean, because, uh, yeah, I, I think kids do actually talk about it. Do you and, think possibly, and, and we just blow it though. off? You know what I'm saying? You might, you might be saying that because you, we probably blow them off and like, oh, shut the fuck up! You, you didn't see nothing. You know what I'm saying? That, that's how I see it. Right. Yeah, and that's so, fair enough. So you think they like, like a kid has a bad dream? You think they could actually, actually have an experience? You know, like it was some paranormal. Well, is but it they the mind of a kid, or is it really paranormal, Jay? There, there is no in between with the child. That's their whole, that's why they see things the way they do. There is no in-between. To them, what happens is fact. There is no rationalization. You know what I mean? They don't mm-hmm. rationalize any of that stuff. To them, it's fact. Um, a lot of the children won't say anything, you know, that, because what do you do? What Trent just said, that didn't happen. Go go walk away. So the cat, the kid does go it. back to bed or mm-hmm. whatever. Bed or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> the kid doesn't. Or you've been watching too, too many scary movies. movies. Yep, that's right. what we always got. You know. Yeah. So the the key thing is for us as people, I believe, is that to attack everything as you were a child. Remember how you were, how how things were. You didn't try to rationalize this. This can't be happening. Why is this light on? Just it's it's on. Just that simple. It's on. And when your kid do get the courage or to tell you, listen, don't go. What did you say? Go to bed. Take your ass to bed. bed. Right. Don't say that. Just listen. You know, um, I've had someone say, why would you entertain that? Well, it's very important why I would entertain it. Because your fucking kid might be terrified and you ignore them. There you go. That's it. That's it. I'm guilty of that shit because my daughter told me for years that my house is haunted. Yeah, I just, you know. Dismissed it. I dismissed it because I know (laughs) that side is real and I didn't want to buy into it and have her buy into it. You know what I'm saying? So. And and that's that's a whole other thing. And I think that's the psychology of it all. And and multiple things that you've said, you, you pretended it didn't happen or it was nothing. 
because you didn't want to alarm. I didn't want to scare person. anybody else right. in the house. Mm -hmm. You didn't want to yeah. alarm the mm -hmm. other person. And we have to look at that as well because, I mean, that that says a lot too because we do try to protect our loved ones, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. And um, for you people at home, you might feel like the people not listening to you, but it could be that situation too. You want to protect your loved ones. You don't want them scared, you know? So there you have it. Exactly. So I think uh, we had a wrap on this one. Man, it's been a great time seeing you guys and hope to see you again on our next episode. But uh, my name is J.H. And I'm Trent A. Johnson. And um, Urban Paranormal, we out. Peace. Brought to you by BSB Media.